welcome to your Mind is Trying to Kill You podcast. Join your host, Alexandros Megas, and co-host Vincent Byrne, as they walk you through the deepest recesses of the mind and how it operates. They discuss all the reasons why our minds persistently get in the way of our evolution, growth, and our success. But crucially, they also teach you what you can do to change your destiny. And now, here's your host, Alexandros Megas. Hello and welcome to the 37th episode of the infamous, most beloved podcast, Your Mind is Trying to Kill You. I am your host, Alexandros Megas. And I'm your co-host, Vincent Byrne. It takes me a few minutes every day to reassemble who I am or who I think I am. You go traveling and then... You come back and you all meet yourself together in the one spot again. That's right. Interestingly enough, as a matter of fact, Carlos Castaneda has said that exact thing. uh, That every day when we wake up in the morning, we have to reassemble our reality. We have to reassemble our perception. And that fits into everything else that we've talked about regarding our conditioning, our programming, and what we get to manifest in this life, on this dimension. We talked about that last week. So this week is is a big one for the American people. Big one. You know what that is, right? I presume you're talking about Black Friday. Oh, no, no Thanksgiving. <laughs> but Black Friday prevailed, man. Yes, you've done your homework, my brother. Black Friday is more important than Thanksgiving itself. <laughs> because everyone knows that shopping is more important than anything else. Absolutely spirituality well it's a spiritual process for some people it is spiritual actually because most most especially most americans have a spiritual connection to shopping they it makes them happy right and if people are here to be happy then you're thinking you know that's this is the correlation if Mm. shopping makes me happy then that's what i must do is my destiny it's my destiny to shop so Thanksgiving, my friend, Thanksgiving, giving thanks, or otherwise known as gratitude. Now, we're not going to touch upon what happened for this holiday to be a holiday. In other words, what the roots of the holiday are, because whoever knows understands that it's not very pleasant, nor is it very humanitarian but we just stick to 
the foundation of this, the basis of this, uh, which is what it means to be grateful, what it means to embrace gratitude in your life. And your question about that was? Well, does the use of gratitude as a, as a practice, um, whether it's something that you write on a daily basis or whether it's something that you might express as you speak out loud, as it were, does that work as a, as a tool to kind of bring you back? I mean, my, I've heard various um, explanations of it and some people see it from the perspective that if you have to fill out a gratitude diary or you have to talk about things to yourself that you were grateful for during the day, then you're more likely to look for those things as you go through the day. And therefore, your outlook will be shifted as a result of that. And then the other side that uh, I've heard is that um, people will say that when you express gratitude, it creates a sense of uh, well-being, a good feeling, a dopamine hit, which if you do that multiple times during the day is going to elevate your general mood. And therefore, as we've talked about before, if your general mood is good, your thinking and your focus will be good, the outcomes will be good as distinct from the opposite if they're if you're, you're gloomy. So they're the two, two aspects that I would have heard um, before. I can't say I've ever met anyone who's changed their life because of gratitude, even though I've heard people talk about it. So, so there's about 10 questions wrapped up in there, but the fundamental one is, um, does it work when you practice it? And um, what is the best way to practice it? Well, you said you haven't met anyone who's changed their lives practicing gratitude. And the truth of the matter is that now you have. Because I have been doing that for a while now. If we need to, if I, by the way, what uh, what I've known about gratitude as a hypnotherapist uh, was, I believed, valid enough. But what really started getting to me is when I was finding similar information about how gratitude, how being grateful is actually a magical practice from that was coming from magical teachings. In other words, as a magician, uh, or should I say, because every time I say magicians, magician, I envision rabbits being pulled out of hats because that's what the nature of the word has come to be these days. Uh, and I am referring to magic as in alchemy and sorcery and this kind of terms, I guess. It's it's the moving of energy. It's the, the changing of energy. Being able to work with energy, you embrace the energy that ap appears before you and then you manage to alchemize it into something else. You shift it into something that serves you if the original doesn't. So magicians put a lot of emphasis on gratitude. 
And uh, it is my estimation that they do that for the same reason that hypnotists and hypnotherapists do. And the reason is we are dealing with the same interface here, which is the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind, as we mentioned many, many times, is the interface through which we communicate with the unseen, the magical world, the dark matter, the universe, God, if, if you will, whatever God means to different people. So this is how we plug in. This is how we exit the mundane realm, the everyday mundane uh, existence of a human being and step into the magical realm, you know, the Harry Potter kind of realm, the Wizard of Oz, Alice in a Wonderland kind of realm. Because this is what the subconscious mind is all about. That's how it plays. That's its game. So everything that happens within that realm, the magical realm, the subconscious realm, is what ends up manifesting in the 3D world. And we talked about manifestation last week. We have talked about manifestation in one way or another um, over the period of every, I suppose, in some way, shape, or form, every podcast that we've done. But manifestation is something that is very tightly linked to gratitude. And as we start talking about this, it is linked to gratitude because gratitude is linked to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind, being a child and also being God, uh, because it is connected with God, right? It's the conduit. It's like the ocean. You could be in your own little cage in the ocean, like a shark. And it may feel like a cage, but the ocean communicates with the rest of the ocean, which is everywhere. So there's no limitation when it comes to communicating through your subconscious mind to the universe, to the whole, from the one or the perception of one to individual, individual to the whole. Therefore, our subconscious mind, being the child that it is, responds to gratitude uh, very favorably. And uh, why is that? Well, think of it this way. Think of having a child and anything you do and anything that child does, you become grateful for it and you show that gratitude to the child. Mm. The child is more, you know, when you say child, then, you know, we can just replace that child with a magical being. Uh, for all intents and purposes, that child is your leprechaun. 
you know, or you're, you're genie in a bottle. So the more grateful you become, the more that magical being is likely to go on giving us more of what it is that we asked. Does this make sense? Yeah. So one of the things I've, uh, I've thought about a bit uh, when gratitude comes up, and that is, is gratitude a practice or is gratitude an emotion? My interpretation is that gratitude is a practice which evokes a positive emotion as distinct from being an emotion in itself, but I'm open to correction on that one. No, I, I agree with that. I would yeah. totally agree with that. Gratitude is linked to a specific kind of emotion. Yes. Mm. Uh, but gratitude is also a practice. Mm. Just like uh, love is a practice. Just like um, discipline is a practice. Mm. All of those, all of those things are linked to the subconscious mind and the way that the subconscious mind operates and whether or not it chooses to give or take from you because it does both you know so so when we when we talk about when we talk about gratitude we talk about doing something that is conscious to as it were, to recognize what we have, to recognize what we're experiencing, to give thanks and appreciate um, what we have. And in that practice, we're evoking an emotion. And in that emotion, we are connecting to the subconscious mind. Because presumably, you can say words which on the surface might sound grateful, might sound like you're practicing gratitude but actually there is no feeling behind them and therefore presumably if they don't have any feeling behind them they're not going to evoke an emotion and therefore they're not going to give you uh, the connected um link to the subconscious that's right is that fair yes uh but gratitude doesn't have to be talked about in order sure. for for it to be a practice you know mm. you, you don't have to talk about it. you can of course uh and by the way uh, that same kind of gratitude that we're talking about towards your life should involve the people in your life too and and for those people it is important to actually express that gratitude i mean I'm I'm sure you get to express it with with your actions but it is equally important to express to all the beings around you how you feel about them sure uh because that tightens the connection you have with them I I do that even with my animals hmm. you know um even to the point, and you know, this may of course sound insane, but to the point of actually talking to my snakes and being grateful that they are strong, they're healthy, uh, they have a healthy appetite, 
and they're vibrant and they're beautiful and their skin looks gorgeous and uh, they are very friendly. So even even that. So are you saying that that it's important to if we put the snakes to one side for a moment and we're talking about with people, are we saying that you express gratitude for people, whether they're there or not, but you also should express gratitude to them if they are there so that they hear that. That's right. Okay. Because it's a double, there's a double benefit from doing that. If I, when I go to my little girl, you know, and I, I use that all the time, like on a daily basis, uh, I tell her that I'm so grateful for, for you being so, so amazingly skillful with everything that you do. Like she did, she brought me a, a really, really cool drawing yesterday. And I said, wow, you know, this is amazing. You did that by yourself. And she says, yeah. I said, wow, this is amazing. This, I am so grateful that you are taking so much pride and uh, love in doing all these creative things. I'm so grateful you feel like that. This is amazing. Thank you. So by doing this, I am not just reinforcing what exists, what is there, but I am opening up the field of expansion because within my life and within her life, now there is a great opening uh, that allows for a lot of expansion, a lot of growth. Uh, and of course, my life and her life, they intersect, you see. So then now, you haven't just uh, psychologically reinforced some, you know, it's like rewarding uh, what you like and, and then punishing what you don't like. You know, that's like the basic psychology kind of uh, uh, premise. But instead, for me, it is opening up the vault of the treasure that is hidden inside of this young being and of course, mine, because now she and her her growth is now enhancing my life too, and and it's you know it's as if you have two plants right one next to the other, and you are you are putting water on one of them, and you know half of the water spills over mm. the next one, you know, what I mean? mm. so we enhance our lives by enhancing other people's lives, which is, it's interesting, right? Because this is the, the giving, both the, the gratitude part and, of course, you know, um, the action that comes out of gratitude is giving. So giving has been used in... Uh, religious texts and religious practices a whole lot, right? Because it is it is believed to be a godly thing to do. And if, mm. but, but, you know, the interesting part here is that I don't look at this as 
you know, God seeing you give and because, you know, you, you gave, uh, th then it's like, oh, you know, you've been a good boy. You've been a good girl. Here's some good stuff. I don't, I don't look at this like that way because looking at it like that, like, like that, in my view, is degrading the greatness of the human being. It makes it transactional, doesn't it? That's right. Yes, and of course, you know, it turns once again. We we turn into pets. Uh, in in the same way that my dog wants to please me. Um, in order to be loved. And I don't, I think this is a very, it, it's, a, it's a low chakra sort of approach to, to, mm. the, whole, to the whole thing. Um, but it is, I look at it as, as mutual growth. First of all, you've heard people say, actually, I, I think it was Dan Millman, the way of the peaceful warrior guy, yeah. who said, uh, we teach what we need to learn. And think about this in the same kind of, in this same kind of way. When we are grateful for someone else and contribute to someone else's life, what do we do? Instantly, instantaneously, that cup overflows, leaks back into our own. Hmm. Uh, and it is... Uh, Interestingly enough, every time I have I did that in my life, and give an example, you know, I had uh, there was this lady that came to me uh, with uh, tears in her eyes, talking to me about her boy that uh, had had a, a series of accidents uh, and the reconstruction and this whole thing. The boy has you know had a pretty rough. Uh, patch and um, she had come and seen my work, my artwork, and was so extremely moved that she asked me if there would be any possibility that I create something specifically for her son. And uh, but she says she said to me. I'm so sorry. I, I know that what I'm asking you to do is worth thousands of dollars. I, I don't have that much money, but I can crowdfund. I can do whatever I can to, to uh, gather as much money as I can. Because I think that this would be a miracle for my boy to be able to have a creation that is dedicated and created just for him, from, by you. Of course, you know, <laughs> I was deeply moved by this. And I, immediately I said to her, look, this is, don't worry about the money. Money is not important here. Right? What's important is the magic that you managed to unlock within you and within me and the potential that you have created now for your boy. So... I started experimenting with uh, a creation, a, a new piece that uh, was meant for this boy. And 
in the the process of doing that, I have discovered a new way of, of doing things, <laughs> a new way uh, of enhancing my artwork. Isn't that isn't that interesting? Yeah. So uh, it, it it happens to me often that when I open myself to this kind of interaction with the universe or with my conscious mind, um, I get all these gifts back and so much more. I, I usually get so much more than what I've asked. Uh, and it's it, it's always amazing. It's always miraculous mm. to me. And uh, it shows me that we are co-creators. You know, people in, in the New Age persuasion uh, talk about co-creation a whole lot. Oh, co-creating. You and I were creating the same, you know, same thing, something for both of us. But um, the acknowledgement of you creating with someone else in mind uh, multiplies the effectiveness of what it is that you're creating. It doesn't, I don't think there's any higher magic than this. Being able to to create something that not only would benefit you, but it would change someone's life in some way. I mean, personally, I am grateful on a daily, not on a daily basis, on a constant minute-to-minute basis. Uh, because I have become accustomed to to that kind of thing. This isn't something that um, I have to think about. It's it's something that you know. Once you step into this kind of arena, you understand how how it works. And of course, I don't I don't do that in order to get gifts back. <laughs> uh, but I can't. I'm in awe. You know, it's like I wake up in the morning and I. I look outside of my house at the beauty, the abundance, uh, the the possibilities, and I, you know, I'm, I'm always like the first thing I think about. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. But that is that's not a that's not a natural state. So obviously you shifted in terms of the in terms of the shift, and then like you know we we we've all heard of the idea of you know keeping gratitude diaries and being grateful and expressing that as a as a practice and being good for us but how how have you found making it a part of what you do and in fact a part of who you are now as distinct from having to consciously think of doing it how have you done that i noticed how i feel it, well, gradually i started noticing how and you know when i when i started doing that it was before studied hypnosis or read or saw the secret or any of, of these kind mm -hmm. of um, philosophers. Uh, I I did it the old-fashioned way, which was I was paying attention to myself as I was thinking of feeling things. Uh, my art, creating my artwork, major gratitude point for me. I mean... When you st when you step into and when I started doing what I do with my artwork, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's pretty unique, I, I should say. You, you know, um, I was led 
to that. I talked about that, having visions and so on. I was kind of like guided into creating these kind of um, pieces that uh, were 100% about the nature, the human condition and the nature of our psyche. So from the beginning, being able to finish one of those pieces and look at it and be in awe of what I created without knowing that it, it didn't really come through me, you know, it didn't come from me, it came through me. That in and of itself was something that always brought tears to my eyes. You know, I was like, whoa, you know, I felt so uh, privileged. I felt, mm. you know, it's like, and of course, this isn't about creating something intricate in this case, you know, the artwork or music or something that is traditionally linked to uh, being creative. But I I feel like that uh, when I plan something and it just catches and it starts growing. To me, that's a miracle. It's a Ooh. miracle. Because I, I never... I, so, so I guess I should say... What creates that state within me, that state of constant gratitude, is the fact that I don't, have, I don't take anything for granted. There's nothing in my life that I take for granted. Nothing. I know that all this stuff that I've accomplished or that I am or that I have uh, accumulated or that I have learned can vanish just like that. It's just, it, can, it can poof. Into the ether. I know that intimately. So that's the glue of holding it together. Mm. So I'll give you um, a story that I actually heard just last night because I'm doing this other course um, around behavior change. And it's based on the book called Tiny Habits by a guy called BJ Fogg. And uh, his sister was actually presenting a number of the modules on it. And she's she's probably in her late 50s, early 60s. But she talked about how um, her husband, uh, I think about seven or eight years ago, started to develop um, early onset dementia and how almost overnight his 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 demeanor, what he could do for himself, everything changed. I mean, it, it happened really, really quickly. And during that time, while she initially coped and got on with looking after him and doing all the practical things, she went to quite a dark place in terms of anxiety and depression and, and stuff herself. And she had recently been learning some of the principles behind the teachings uh, of her brother in terms of behavioral change. And one of them was around the concept of gratitude, um, but less gratitude, more about the concept of celebration and the idea of inducing yourself to feel good. So she incorporated the two as a, uh, a little practice that she had going during the day. And one of the things that, that is necessary when you're establishing a habit is that you need to have some kind of anchor point, some kind of trigger or prompt so she decided that uh, basically every time she went to the ladies room, 
she would, uh, when she came out, she would express gratitude for something and she would celebrate the fact that she had done it. And she ended up in the situation where she would do this five, six, eight, ten times a day. And within a matter of weeks, her demeanor, her outlook, and not only that, but also things started to happen to make the burden that she was carrying feel lighter. People showed up who said that they could help. People showed up who wanted her to, you know, to offer her, you know, paid contracts, which were completely in alignment with and fit into her schedule, looking after her husband. There was a whole range of things that started to happen. Um, and she said that she has never since, even though her, her husband passed and she had to deal with all of that, she continues the practice and she she said that she hasn't has never fallen down again has never gone to that dark place because she's effectively um built this habit in now where she has this constant sense of appreciation and celebration for what she has the people in her life and uh, everything around her so I thought it's it's interesting, you know, that we're talking about this and that that came up as a story and it, it just struck me as a really powerful way to bring people out of dark places, as well as the potential, um, as you've described it, to actually transform and manifest things in your life as well. And it's like as if she did that, even though that wasn't the intention. And that's how this works. And it works in ways that, as you said, they, they seem to be miraculous. Mm. But most people I've talked to about this sort of thing have, uh, you know, a very sort of like a nagging question, which is, wait, but what if I don't feel grateful? Mm. You know, what if my life is shit? I'm bearable. How can I do this? So you mentioned, uh, as you mentioned that this lady was grateful every time she came out of uh, uh, the ladies' room, I, I kind of chuckled a little bit because I, I thought of uh, what we do for babies, to our babies, you know, like when they managed to have a successful, you know, poop or something. Right, it's like yeah. they're being celebrated. Like, oh my God, that's amazing! <laughs> good for you. What a good boy. What a good girl. Yay! You know, or, or you being like potty trained or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely potty trained. And when they're learning to walk, you know, all these major things that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, I think, a good way to look into how easy it is to be grateful. You see, because most people think that, you know, I can only be grateful if I hit the lotto. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if my cancer is gone, you know, by the time, the next time I go to the doctor. But being grateful exists as a, as a state of mind, as a state of being uh, every, at every moment. Right. I mean, you, I, I ate a, I just, I ate a, you ate a meal right before we started. I ate a meal too. And uh, right after I finished the meal, I, I said, thank you. Now, 
Put it, who did I say thank you to? It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Thank you. I mean, you know, of course, if someone like my wife prepared the meal, I would totally, definitely say thank you and and uh, direct it towards her. But the thank you is my response to what I just experienced. And you know who's going to get it? Your subconscious mind is going to get it. Mm. You know, one of the things that uh, it's funny, I'm going to mention that because I, I usually poke fun at uh, people who do traditional like law of attraction stuff like uh, Joe Vitale, although he's awesome. I love Joe Vitale. He's fucking brilliant. Uh, he had done this thing about uh, the Hawaiian uh, manifestation method called Ho'oponopono. Yeah. And uh, there's a there's a mainframe to this uh, which is four words expressed over and over again throughout the day and those words are I love you I am sorry please forgive me thank you now looking at this uh, on, a, on the surface of it it looks it appears to be silly uh, and borderline ridiculous but because you know most people think who am i saying these things to you know I, am i saying these things to because everybody is is concerned about the fact that if i'm communicating something i must know who it is that i'm communicating this to but as it turns out it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because uh, you you might as well be saying that looking in the mirror. And of course, the mirror exercise, the acknowledgement of you in the mirror, loving yourself, accepting yourself, is another huge part of the manifestation process. Mm. So it all comes together, I think, by understanding what it does it's 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 what it does on so many levels I mean, even even just chemically speaking every time you feel gratitude it 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 produces all these chemicals in your body that create like this as we say you know this warm and fuzzy feeling you know it's, it's almost like being in love mm. or perhaps it is exactly like being in love so this is medicine. It's medicine definitely for your soul, but it's absolutely medicine for your, for your body as well. Even um, on the most rudimentary level. And many times, you know, with me, what happens is that, you know how, how you can think back or uh, about a, a certain event that could have been disastrous uh, but then it was like you were like you're saved by the belt you were kind of like uh, you know pulled it felt like someone pulled you you know by the hair and, and dragged you out of the situation and saved you well I have many of those <laughs> in my life so I think of it, sometimes I just sit there in meditation and just relaxing looking outside into the forest and and I you know any of those events come to me and 
I feel overwhelmed by how amazing the outcome of the event was favoring you know my <laughs> my well-being uh, versus the opposite and I say thank you to that I say thank you even looking in my you know in the past like 20 30 years back uh, because this is another aspect of being spiritual beings manifested on this realm the fact that time is is irrelevant when it comes to the subconscious mind when it comes to our feelings time is irrelevant the more we heal ourselves now the more we heal we it's as if we go back and heal ourselves in the past and that i know that perhaps doesn't make sense at all but it works like that you know in the shamanic world it is known that every time you part participate in a ceremony, you don't just heal yourself, you heal your ancestors, you know. And the <laughs> first time I heard that, I was like, what? That doesn't make, this is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. How is that even possible? My ancestors are not even around. But wait, <laughs> that's the mistake. Our ancestors, our ancestors are constantly around not only are they around they're pure energy so pure energy being affected by pure energy is is the is the the shortest distance i mean you you will affect yourself on a physical level last before you affect your ancestors and when you get to affect your ancestors what happens magically what is what is the domino effect you affect yourself because those ancestors now are changed, are enhanced. They grow to, you know, like uh, even energy that is passed on keeps on growing. Um, of course, according to these practices that we talk about, because not everybody can relate to these sort of things. You know, people, people think that, oh, you know, you go to the grave and this is over. <laughs> the rest of it is bullshit. You know? But... That's neither here nor there. The idea here is that you can get measurable results, as you mentioned, from doing this. Very fast, as a matter of fact. Right? Well, that was her experience, and, uh, and it, it sustained her, and she, she would credit it for the way her life has changed since she, she started doing it, because she was a... Um, someone who the concept of gratitude, even though they knew about it, you know, you might go through the routine, but you, your heart isn't in it. You're kind of doing it because you think it might work like everything else, but she wasn't really committed to it. But because she was in such a difficult place, mentally and emotionally and spiritually, she felt that this was something that she was going to, not only try but she was going to commit to and um and really in the first instance it was just about trying to bring a more positive outlook to herself and her day so that she would deal with what she was handling at the time looking after her ill husband that she would be able to deal with it better but it transformed on so many levels that um she said that it, it changed changed her life 
And there are many, many examples um, of people who adopted not just gratitude, but even just the idea of reflecting and being aware and celebrating how that changed their lives as well, just by doing that a few times a day. Because it, it either acts as something to stoke up the fire, to, to, to generate all of this positive energy, or it acts as a, as a circuit breaker for when you might actually be starting to go down. It, it kind of pulls you back and allows you to get more on an even keel. And if it only does that, then that's a huge, huge benefit. But then what you're talking about is actually speaks a lot to what she said, which is that it brought a whole load of other things into her life that she never would have thought. Um, and that's clearly where the impact that gratitude and positive um, a positive thinking, but the celebration, the communicating, um, the, the, the sense of gratitude to your subconscious, that that has this powerful effect on the whole manifestation process. Yeah, absolutely. It happens every time I, every, uh, every time I have a, a problem to solve. First, I invoke my subconscious, of course, in the... You can think of this as uh, speaking to your higher self or speaking to angels, or, you know, what have you. Mm. And uh, I ask for help. I ask for perspective. I ask for help to find, to find a solution. And, uh, of course, the solution comes in the vast majority of the cases. Well, it always comes, as a matter of fact. It comes as a solution to... The, the obstacle uh, or it, the solution is changing paths uh, either I find a solution to a specific challenge or I abandon that specific challenge and I move on to another path that would benefit me more so Every time when the solution comes specifically, I am uh, overwhelmed with gratitude. Mm. Always like I never take these things for, for granted. Because I know that it, it didn't, the solution didn't come from me. Didn't come from me, the, the meat suit me. Mm. But you it, were just yeah. conduit. That, yes. And, and it's always like that with me, with everything. Um, so it, it is impossible. Like if you treat yourself, like I, I treat myself like uh, in certain respects, laughingly, jokingly, as Quasimodo, you know, like uh, being, <laughs> being like this ape that, that doesn't know any better. And it's uh, half a dumbass most of the time. And and when I feel like, um, oh, but um, who was that character? Uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Right? You've seen that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Forrest Gump seemed to manifest the most amazing shit, and he never even wanted to manifest them. Yeah. He was just manifesting them by being that kind of person. The person who always acted out of care, out of love for his fellow being, and out of being driven to enhance someone else's life. Isn't that, isn't that, that's an amazing example of gratitude. 
So even though Forrest Gump was like, you know, he wasn't consciously, well, he wasn't consciously um, on on the the basis of co- being uh, cognitively there. Uh, you know, as as a matter of fact, that ended up in, in most cases being in his benefit because he didn't have the conditioning that most people do where the conditioner was going to jump up and say, oh, you know, this is bullshit. What are you talking about, man? Come on. Be real. You know, this is just, this is crazy talk. But amazingly enough, the people that are the crazy ones, like uh, Mr. Steve Jobs said, the crazy ones are the ones that end up making a dent because they have either incapacitated the function that comes up and says you you're crazy what the, what is wrong with you and stop them or they just don't pay attention to it they keep on being grateful mm. with every step that they uncover you know like you're digging for gold or you dig you're digging for uh there's this um place close to us here up in the Hudson Valley in New York where you go and you can dig up Herkimer Diamonds, which, you know, they they look just like diamonds. And uh, we've had friends, my wife too, has in the past gone and dug out beautiful, beautiful, awesome crystals that look like diamonds. They, and they are in some form, they are diamonds. Mm. And, and so i liken that process to this kind of thing you know you, you digging you digging you digging you find something oh my god thank you wow this is amazing keep digging keep digging oh i found something else oh that's great the more you the, the as you go on doing this you will find that being grateful at some point is is the noise the default because you have so many reasons to be grateful, right? In the beginning, you may think, I don't have any reasons to be grateful. But by understanding, first of all, that you have reasons to be grateful, for example, you know, you, now we, um, we, let's say you sit around and don't do anything because of the whole pandemic situation. You're at home and you lost your job and it's like everything's shit. Uh, but then... On on the next minute, you you get infected and you, you you know you have a horrible experience being sick. And that moment, if you can actually pay attention to yourself, you see from moment to moment, whatever it is that you don't see the gratitude in, uh, life will show you. Yeah. If and then at some point you will pay attention because you will see. Like if I'm here right now and I don't have the Mercedes that I should have, of course, why shouldn't I? <laughs> and uh, but I'm totally healthy and uh, I have all these loved ones around me and blah blah. But I'm so pissed off because the Mercedes is not there. And then you know, the following day, I I get pneumonia and I'm a miserable mother father. And I managed to escape serious damage or death, you know, by the skin of my teeth. And then, you know, I come out of this. I'm like, oh, shit, this is awesome. You know, this is 
What? I can breathe deeply, man. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so amazing to be able to breathe deeply. And and if you don't put yourself in that place, you will never know, right? I mean, you, you've, you've had uh, so many opportunities to do that. You know, you're very, very thirsty. You're like, oh, my God, water, please, 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 water. So thirsty. You're at a place that you can't have water. The moment you manage to like get out and go get water, that water is like, you know, nectar of the gods. Now, yeah. why should that water only be nectar of the gods at this instant and not at every other as well? Mainly because our conditioning and practice is not to is not to show gratitude, is not to appreciate because Often what happens is that in that moment you are grateful. The water is amazing. It saves your life. And then two months later, you go back and start hankering for the Mercedes again. We yeah. always do. Yeah. We always do. I know. We do that, but isn't it time we did something different? Yeah. And introduce a practice. Maybe every time you go to the men's room. Or to, or to the ladies' room. So it is It is a question of inserting the practice into your daily life in order to bring about a shift, not just to manifest stuff, but really to bring about a shift in consciousness, I suppose, and to get in touch, as you said at the outset, with the subconscious, you know, to connect it to, that is connected to the oneness that exists outside us, that this is a surefire way of making that connection and drawing into ourselves um, all the benefits, all the good that that can actually bring. So certainly to me, I have a sense that it's, it's almost like the rocket fuel for manifestation because it doesn't just bring about things and whatever you're trying to manifest. It actually brings about a significant shift in, in you and your life how you're behaving, how you function, where your priorities are, your values, it shifts the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. And sooner, sooner or later, and you know what to say, later is sooner than you think, <laughs> <laughs> you will start actually seeing this thing and, and uh, seeing all the benefits and benefits that you didn't even think about, like yeah. this lady that you mentioned. Um, this is, you see, so the question here is not whether or not to feel grateful, uh, nor is it whether or not you're able to find things to be grateful for, because all those things are there. Mm. So all we have to do is just open our eyes and recognize, whoa, that rhymes. Open our eyes and recognize, right? Can you rap on that? I'm sure I could. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Mm. Uh, so there you go, my friend. I am okay. grateful. I'm grateful for you. Thank you. And I'm grateful for you and for this and the opportunity to share this. It's always good. That's why we always keep coming up with topics when we think that we won't. And that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And that's exactly, you know, this kind of gratitude 
uh, propels us forward and perpetuates this. So we said this was a big one, but it wasn't going to be a long one. In keeping with that, no doubt you've got turkey business to attend to and pumpkin business and whatever other... Except, except for monkey business. <laughs> I, the, I have to send you a picture of uh, my turkey, by the way, that I'm very grateful for. And, yeah. and uh, it is, it's like 42 pounds, which wow. I guess in kilos would be what, like 25 kilos, something like that? Uh, probably, yeah, yeah, bit, bit, bit smaller, but yeah, 20 maybe. So what 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 are your plans for for Thanksgiving? Have you have you embraced the tradition fully? Uh, for the well, for the for the first time, actually, we we're doing Thanksgiving here at our house because we used to visit relatives. Um, but uh, you know, <laughs> you know how it is. Nobody's supposed to get together. Yeah. Uh, so, mm. but I feel so grateful knowing that I can provide, you know, nourishment. That's, and of course, I'm grateful to the turkey as well. This is a, a, a very widely known Native American approach towards killing animals. Um, you, you extend gratitude for the sacrifice of the animal mm. because now the animal is going to nourish you. So, yeah. Absolutely. I'm grateful for that turkey. Good. And and uh, everything everything else. You know, I'm I'm grateful for I'm grateful for breathing. Being able to breathe and be healthy. Yeah. It's awesome. Good. So, closing. I'd like to sum it up with with this. Don't take anything for granted. If you don't take anything for granted, then you don't even have to look for things to be grateful for because they show up before you. As uh, I think Einstein said, you can look at the world from two different perspectives. One is that nothing is a miracle, and the other is that everything is a miracle. Mm. And I subscribe to the second, to the latter one, my friend. Yeah. That's a good way to end. Certainly. Indeed. So then, until next week. Let's be careful out there. And don't let your mind kill you. Thanks for listening to Your Mind is Trying to Kill You with Alexandros Megas and Vincent Byrne. If you like our show and want to make sure that you don't miss an episode, then we would love if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And you'd be doing us a big favor if you would support us by leaving a review as well. It would also be great if you would take a screenshot of this episode on your smartphone and share it on social media. So join us next Wednesday when we talk more about mind hacking and taking back control of your life. Until then, have a great week.